we're good. All right, welcome back. We're uh, here for episode seven of How We Sees It with, uh, I'm here with Steve and it's me, Noah. We're gonna do uh, episode seven. We're gonna cover Picard, uh, episode four and five, right? So, uh, but, but before we get started, so Steve, what's been going on in your life? What's been going on with my life? Well, I, I continued to dig that ditch I was talking about oh, last yeah. week. Um, I got it. Uh, I got it leveled off to where I wanted to. Um, so that that made me happy. But that was my Sunday. Was just hauling dirt around. Um, I almost got into a fight at work yesterday. Oh, geez. That was that, considering I'm in IT. That's kind of an interesting place. Yeah. To... <laughs> like like big argument fight or like actually throwing fist fights. You know, in, in the back of my head, I was throwing fists. But, you know, I kept it. I kept it just. Uh, just uh, you know, with my with my voice, right? Yeah, never <laughs> but, got to count to ten and throw punch on eight, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, but uh, that's it. That's it. No, um, that, you know, yeah, that's could that could be an interesting week. That definitely could. Uh, is it is it something that could go go on longer, or is it something like it was a one time deal? I think we resolved it, um, and and I think I think. The the tact I, I took worked Good. to to kind of um, you know it was important that I let him know how I was feeling right and, yeah well uh, sometimes you got to you know sometimes if you just take it all the time it, they just run away with it sometimes you yep. step up and you go oh I ain't the one <laughs> and they get the idea yeah. yeah I've had to do that a couple of times at work we're like yeah I'm not I'm not the one um, so yeah what about you uh, this week's been uh, kind of interesting uh, finally back to to class, uh, my political science class. We uh, the teacher wasn't there last week, so we had a, a whole week off. Which is it just one night a week. That yeah, it's just one night a week, and um, so it was interesting. It's it's a uh, we got our first test coming up, and it's a very I want to say it's an easy class right now because there's no real homework other than reading, but the test will show whether you know because everything comes from the grades. So that'll be kind of interesting. The guy uh, he's a decent guy. He definitely likes to talk talk about himself a lot talk about a lot of the local politics he's been involved with right um we've had like four or five classes and in every class we've got at least a tiny spiel every time about what he's done in local politics and i did this and you know a lot of a lot of back you know pat his own back kind of thing which is you know fine the cool part about it is is he's not he, he doesn't lean one side or the other he doesn't push his agenda as far as um that that part of it he does really push that be involved with local politics, but you know, I, I can, you know, accept that. That's, he's not, he's not pushing like, Hey, you should be, you know, local Democrat or you should be, you know, a, a local Republican. It's more just, you know, you, get should, up. you should help out. And, uh, you know. <clears throat> yeah, he, he, he's very, uh, it's his, most of the stuff he's done is very environmentalist type, mm -hmm. um, stuff. So it's kind of cool. Um, but that, and then, uh, Went and had some more beers on the Sunday. Um, went to Old Kaz um, in Runner Park, uh, my buddy's barbecue spot there. Uh, he had his his new truck there, so uh, we went down Camacho's Barbecue and then went okay. to Old Kaz. So the, yeah. the truck's barbecue night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he does. Um, he, he used to do a pop up tent. Super good barbecue. I mean, just the the meat just falls off the bone ribs. Was it's, he at that barbecue? Yeah, yeah. He's the one that gave, that we went and got. He had the keg and we got the stuff from got there. It. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a truck now. He did a, um, a Kickstarter for a truck and uh, got that. Oh, he got it fully funded. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was like 80, 85000 or uh -huh. something like that. It was, I mean, you put in, I mean, I, I put in, I gave him like 85 bucks or something like that. But um, 
you know, super good barbecue. But it was kind of cool. We went to Old Kaz and uh, they had some really good beers. So sat there and it's kind of funny. They have they have two uh, TVs inside. One one wall has uh, this. It's the Animal Planet channel. It's like puppies and kittens playing the whole time. And the other side is sports. And you can literally see the division of the room. Like guys are sitting on one side watching the sports. Girls on the other watching the puppy. Well, that's like the Super Bowl party we went to at right. at, uh, at, at the Calmers when uh, we had the right. They had the one room with the puppy bowl. Yeah, <laughs> where my wife was with, yeah. the, with a couple of her friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, I even I broke the trend though. I I I was probably watching the dogs and the cats as much as I was the sports. The only reason I was turning, at the at the barbecue, yeah, the at the at old cast. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I even watch the sports is basketball, and I normally don't care. But it was Lakers versus uh, Celtics, and I have always been a Celtics fan, so it was kind of they almost won it too. It was close, but <laughs> yeah, didn't win. But it was good. It was fun. Good beer, really good beer. Nice. Um, so that was good. Yeah, that was it for the weekend for the most part. Martial arts, you know, you know about that. Yep. That's a that's a whole day thing, kind of usually on Saturdays. Um, oh, and then uh, we had our uh, game night. Oh, that's uh, right. Our friends, we, yeah. We did that on, on uh, Saturday night. That yeah, so that was a lot of fun, too. That was, Got I mean, to break open a little bit more Pliny the younger, right, because yeah. Brian broke out his two bottles that he brought. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a lot of fun. I, I At first, I thought we were going to be able to kind of do a... Like a you know some kind of how we seize these games. <laughs> I by the time we got around to playing them, I, I was I was already you know little little bit a uh, little bit happy. So uh, didn't need to do all that. But maybe someday um, there's a lot of games out there that'd be kind of fun to just to play and see and do like a quick review on and quick review or maybe just play them on. I don't know how you can play them on the podcast. I think I think it'd be more like more like grab a grab a bunch of games uh-huh. um and play them one night and then kind of just do a, either a ranking or like okay uh, you know i mean because we've played we've done plenty of game nights you know and mm-hmm. and there's there's different things like you know there's there's a lot of like the cards against humanity where you know uh you got to watch who you play with kind of thing you, you got to be real comfortable and even more so or like uh that's what she said you know, they can get really dirty and stuff like that. Or, you know, we got that new game, uh, Sequence, mm-hmm. uh, that card uh, t- uh, five in a row game. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It, it seems really basic, but it's actually kind of fun. And sometimes, depending on how many people, sometimes right. you find the games that, that'll allow, um, you know, more than a certain number of people if you've right. got a bigger party so you don't have to break up the games. Yeah. And then, you know, there's games like Jackbox where you play on the, yeah. the TV. Those are a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoy those. Uh, my wife, Alyssa, does it. Oh, she doesn't. She doesn't because it, people are on their phones, you know. And she and I'm like, no, they're on their phones to play the game. Um, so, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I think I mean, it prevents fun. them from being on their phones because they have to play the game on their phones. So. Yeah. Well, uh, so a couple years ago, my dad um, and my sister stayed after... Our holiday, we have like a fam, an extra family holiday party, like two weeks after Christmas. So my youngest sister and my dad stayed, uh-huh. and they were staying the night. So we ended up playing like Jackbox, and uh, that's what she said. Um, all, all while drinking with my dad and my sister, which is probably the first time that I've done that really, like in that kind of context. Like I've had beers with my dad before. I don't think I've ever had a drink with my sister. And uh, so that was very interesting. Um, once we got my dad figured out how to play Jackbox, <laughs> it was kind of fun too. Nice. But uh, it was an interesting <laughs> game. So, so yeah, playing playing with your sisters and your and your parents is a is a different thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to this week. It's, it's been a kind of full week. Um, this weekend's going to be a 
full week two or full weekend because study for that test. So we'll see. Good luck. All right. Well, let's get uh, let's start getting into this Picard. I know you uh, you uh, got a drink set up for us. Well, so yeah, we try to do a that. drink pairing when uh, when we do these, and uh, this time I went a little bit uh, a little bit outside the well. From what we normally do, yeah. Normally it's beer. I did the wine. We did a little yeah. bit of. Uh, We're only uh, seven episodes deep. We haven't even, we haven't branched out just yet. <laughs> this, time I, this time I did a full on cocktail. And yeah, it was inspired by um, episode five, right? When right. Uh, when Rios uh, gets decked out in his uh, in his pimp outfit, right? And yeah. When he's under you know, incognito and he heads down to uh, the planet to to. You know, well, there's there's more going on there, but he's playing a role, and he's he, uh, it's supposed to be a fixer, essentially, right? Fixer, I believe, is the yeah. word they they call it. He can he's like a go between. He yep, helps, yep. He set, sets up a trade, um, but he orders a Temtibi Tim Lagoon at the at the bar. So th- that's where I, I said okay. That well, early on in the episode, I know uh, Seven and Nine asked for a bourbon straight up, right, right, yeah, which sounded good. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's right up your and, alley. And I thought, well, I can go pick up some bourbon and just drink that because I'm a I'm a big bourbon fan. But uh, but I decided I wanted to try this out. So right, yeah. So I looked up the cocktail. There's no such thing. It's a made up drink for this. But Tim Tim TV Lagoon had a reference in an earlier Star Trek episode. Oh. Uh, it was a. Um, it might have been. Uh, I think it was Deep Space Nine. Okay. Um, They're doing a lot of stuff like that. They're doing a lot of throwbacks to old episodes. It stuff. was yeah. It wasn't a cocktail, <coughs> but I guess I guess Tim Tim TV Lagoon uh, is a body of water on uh, Ryza, which is a pleasure planet. Um, <laughs> nice. Were, it's like got, they've got resorts, tropical resorts, and this was a very tropical looking drink. It was, yes, it had the had the fancy, fancy glasses, umbrella, fruit. And, it sure did. Yeah. Um, so so I thought, okay, I'm going to start there, but then I then I looked it up to see if there was any cocktails, any real cocktails. The only thing Google pointed back to me was a Blue Lagoon cocktail. Okay. So I thought, okay, well, there's another lagoon. Let's see what that's made up of. Blue Lagoon cocktails made up of vodka, lemonade, and blue uh, curacao. Curacao, so, okay. which is which is like a like an orange liqueur, like a, yeah, yeah. So so I said okay, I can do that, but I, obviously this is this isn't blue. This one was right. very much like an orange or a red. Yeah. Um, so I said okay, I'll get some vodka. I got some lemonade because we got a lemon lemon tree outside. Nice. A fresh lemonade made, made up. Um, I got some triple sec as a as a as the, as orange. the orange liqueur. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and let's see what else. Um, I thought I thought blood wine would be good. Because that would mm. that would that would make it uh, like a red yeah, yeah. color, and um, that's uh, I'm sorry, blood wine is a is a, is a Klingon drink. Oh. <laughs> so, so I thought wine might be good. Right. I didn't. I I finished off all that Bordeaux from oh, okay. uh, last that week. So, good too. so that didn't work. So I thought, well, I'll pick up some blood oranges. Yes, and that would work. Went to the store. They didn't have any blood oranges. So I just picked up some oranges and came home. But when I made it up, I thought, oh, this just isn't red enough. The other the others seemed to. Seemed redder, so I um, I looked in my cabinet. I said, "What can I do? Put in that's red." Right, right. Okay. And I found, I found in the back of the liquor cabinet, which I don't have a big one, but I did have a bottle of Campari. Campari, I never heard of that. It's, it's that a bitter. Was. It's a it's kind of a bitter drink. Uh, it's a liqueur that sometimes added to uh, gin. The what is it? The crony that you can you can have of it. I'd had one before and I didn't like it. So yeah. that's why this was in the back. But I thought, <laughs> I thought, well, it'll just give it a little bit of color. And I was a little worried about the bitter taste and the right. fruity taste. So so I mixed up a little taster ahead of time and put it all together. And I tell you, I was pretty happy with it. Well, cool. But it, it give the orange and the Campari 
uh, blend together almost like a, uh, a grapefruit taste. So it oh, gives it like a grapefruit oh, taste. That's awesome. I like grapefruit. So, so this is like a grape, grapefruit vodka drink. This is my nice. version of a Temtibi Lagoon. And one of the important notes is that uh, I don't know why Rios does it. I think he's just trying to be a little uh, yeah, a, a little, a little uh, uh, panache. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He asked for two straws and or two, two uh, umbrellas. Well, uh, he gave when he put it down first to have one umbrella right. in it, and he goes, "No, two umbrellas, two umbrellas." Yeah, right. And uh, I couldn't find any umbrellas at the store, so I had to make these oh, I think straws. I think the... they're great. I think, I think they're perfect. Um, <laughs> okay, it, it looks much like the budget that I've seen in the show so far. Very good. <laughs> Wow! Okay. <laughs> I took a picture of it. Post, no, what I mean, up that, that, that's nothing on you. That that's saying you do. You're doing great with with what you got. With what I got, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I see. This is they're they're doing good with what they got, right? But they're not. They're not. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. I don't expect you to. We're going to try these. Try it and see if you like right. it. If you don't, it's uh, no skin off my back. You can uh, drink your beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk we'll we'll talk about that in a second too. I, I brought a special beer for tonight. Well, it's not real special. It's just one I had that really fit. That Campari, I think, adds a nice little element there. That I did more out of necessity, but it gives it kind of a break, grapefruit flavor. Yeah, this is... So, um, Alyssa really likes... It's um, something Eddie's. It's a grapefruit vodka. Okay. And it is very much like taking a, a ruby red grapefruit mm -hmm. and vodka and just mixing it together. Right. But they, it's kind of pre-mixed. Yeah. And she loves it. Um, you know, Maybe we should go for something like this. Yeah, I can see this. Yeah, I can see this because this is all you know. The lemonade was straight from the the lemons outside, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, no, um, it's it's actually really good. Mm -hmm. uh, I can see it being over ice. Okay, that I, would be the only thing. Yeah, I didn't put ice over it. I, I I I mixed it. I wasn't sure if I should mix it or sh or shake it because typically you shake a fruity I would, drink. I would on ice shake, but this, this had the Campari, so that kind of threw me off a little bit. So I just stirred it. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would probably just pour this over ice and stir it. It's kind of like a Bond theme. You know. Oh no, shake it. No, he says shake it. Shake it, not okay, stir. Yeah, yeah, okay. So maybe I, should I, I would, uh, like, I mean, you could even blend this and make it into like a blended sure, drink. And, sure. And uh, but uh, no, I, I, I don't think it had ice in the in the show. So I think that I didn't. See. I think that's just maybe me too. Yeah. I, I prefer like a. a Do you a, want some ice? I, I, I think some we should ice? probably okay. some ice in this. I, I'll go grab you some yeah. ice. All right, we're gonna pause for ice real quick. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Didn't even seem like it took us that long at all. Uh, so now we got the miracle of ice in these drinks, and uh, <laughs> the miracle of ice. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I actually like it a lot with the ice in it. Okay. Yeah, I could. I could. I could see ordering these, especially if I was, you know, trying to be a pimp in a in a space bar. <laughs> right. So yeah. All right. Well, cool. So now that we got that, let's uh, let's get into um, let's get into these episodes. Did you want to talk about your? Well, drink? so. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I brought a beer also because um, it sounds like it might. It, it, it pays segue a segue into your review. <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah. So um, what I brought was I uh, Friday night when we went to game night. Um, uh, I went into uh, the local store and was looking for a beer, like a you know, six pack or a four pack to bring. And so one of the the local Third Street Ale Works had. Um, it's called Ninety Nine Problems, but Haze ain't one of them. And it's a. Uh, it's a, it says DDH. I'm not sure what DDH, but it's a hazy double IPA. Um, I'd had this on Sunday, last Sunday when we went to oh the the one at, at Fog Belt. Oh, so when we went, oh the, when this we, is the way IPA. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. So when we walked from uh, Three Disciples after drinking um, a couple of beers there and went to the Third Street right. and uh, 
I didn't like their triple, so I got this one, and I really, really liked it. So I saw it, and I got really excited. And then I had them in the house, and then I was thinking, oh, man, what am I going to drink tonight? What's what's? And I looked at it, and it went, 99 problems. I'm like, oh, man, that's so perfect, because I've got problems with these episodes. <laughs> um, which is interesting, because, so that, that gets us into it, what, what were my problems? I watched them, I watched them like two and a half times. Okay. So each, maybe even three. Um the first time I watched it, I just sat down, popcorn watched it, and I no notes, no nothing, just I'm just gonna watch it to watch it. And episode four, I really liked, like just right out the get go, I, I just enjoyed. I was like, okay, that was a good episode. And then episode five, I didn't care for as much. Um, I, I I'm not even sure why. Just the acting seemed to get bad on it. it there's 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 just things that really just didn't excite me. Okay. Um, and it didn't seem like Star Trek. It really seems to have gone a whole different way. Like it's not the Star Trek of old at all. Like there's nothing even connecting it other than the little trivia's and the the people. There's the the style of it just doesn't seem like Star Trek anymore. The violence, the the opening violence. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, that was a little disturbing. Well, the opening and the ending of five. Mm-hmm. Um, Seven of nine, like spoilers, right? <laughs> like we need to tell you that. But seven of nine vaporizes that woman. Oh, that. Oh, I thought you meant uh, the. Well, there's the kid that cuts the guy's head off, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that, and then there's the the gunfight, and then oh god, so the the opening of five were <laughs> so. Alyssa tries to sit down and watch this with me. Immediately she sits down. Opening scene. This lady's trying to rip this dude's eye out with a fucking drill. Mm-hmm. Alyssa sits down and goes, Aah! gets up and walks out and doesn't watch, like, done. Yeah. Like, that little bit, and it was the start of the episode. So, it's not it's not family-friendly anymore. It isn't, and and I, I did read something that, that some or someone made a comment about uh, CBS All Access kind of insisting on the adult rating with... with um, Picard and with um, uh, what's the other one? I'm going to say Enterprise, but it's not Enterprise. Uh, oh, Discovery. Boy, uh, Discovery. Thank you. Um, and I noticed it early on in the first season. There was one episode where they dropped a couple f bombs, and it just right. seemed it seemed a little forced. forced. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, and and maybe it's their way of trying to. Uh, Defend the fact that these are exclusive to to subscription, but I know what you mean. It's it definitely has. Well, there, there's a certain. It almost lends itself to a little bit more authenticity at the same time. Um, but it was never it Starfleet. Yeah. That I mean, Starfleet was always that above board kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They were always that very st- stiff. Well, you know, is that, are you talking about the language? Are you talking? Yeah, because about, the violence to me doesn't seem like. In either of those, episodes. it was more movie type violence that. But even in the old, mm-hmm. the, the original Star Trek and then the, the uh, Next Generation, there was never the violence like like they've shown um, in these. And that was that was really strange. And one of the things that it kind of um, I was reading it says uh, Gene uh, Roddenberry actually was one of the writers on Episode Four. And what? Yeah. That's what it says. What does that mean? That doesn't make sense because he's... It says writer writer credit on IMDb has him as a writer. So I don't know... Because then he's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, what the hell? Well, maybe it's just because uh, he... Because he, he, he started off of... Maybe. 
yeah, it was interesting. But that was, I was like, what the hell? And so one of the review things I was writing, people were talk, were really like, yeah, Gene Roddenberry would be rolling over his grave right now mm-hmm. hearing them throw F-bombs and stuff like that. And I kind of agree. I don't mind it. I'm not a prude to that or anything like that. But I don't, I don't think you need to drop it if it doesn't fit. And some of these just don't fit. Well, some of these are, are the, the idea of having your family watching it with you just so you could talk about talk about things that are going right. on. It presents itself with uh, with issues that sometimes when you see them on screen, it makes them easier for, for children that are growing up to kind of cope with, with those issues they're faced with. Right. And this takes them out of the equation if you're going to present it in a way that's going to turn people. So I, I get that. I get that, that, that. I think that's a good good commentary, good criticism of, of it. Um, yeah, that that was that was some of the problems. Uh, also, and this is this this hurts my heart because I, I I love Patrick Stewart, but he's looking old in in some parts of this. There there's some parts I was like, man, he's almost looking feeble. And I don't know if, if I, I don't know if he's trying to do that as the character or if it's just he's just himself getting older. I think it works with the character, but I think he also is. I mean, he's, he's older. He's, he's older. His, he's 77, something like that. It's like seeing Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, right. which I guess is right. starting <laughs> shooting in a couple of weeks and he's trying to oh my gosh, yeah. well, how's that going to go down? So, but yeah, so that was, that was, that's another one of the problems. Like I, like I said, so when I was like, ah, 99 problems, yeah, there's, there's a lot of problems with this. I don't know if I would equate that to a problem though, the card looking, looking well, I'm just saying, no, no, well, reality actually, well, no, no, it, it wasn't just that he was looking feeble, it, it was when he was, he was feeble in the act, it, it just, it hurt the character in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's an acting thing or if he's just... Was he, when is he trying to get into his uh, French wardrobe? Oh God, that was horrible. That was so <laughs> horrible. So I read something about that. Apparently when he first had auditioned and planned for Next Generation, uh, because Jean-Luc Picard is French, he wanted to do a French accent and all mm-hmm. this and so that apparently is a throwback to what he what he thought <laughs> and it's like uh, that was horrible that that to me that whole episode with the disguise things that was that was campy and bullshit it it was it wasn't enjoyable it was like See, I'm on the other side of the fence with you there. I, I did I, not I, enjoy it at to, all. To me, I thought, first off, this was the first episode that really stood out as, as you could call it a standalone episode and that it had its own story arc within that kind of carried us through st- 7 and 9. Which was more of a throwback towards the original Next well, Generation. Well, they're doing a lot of little original throwbacks. Next Generation. Uh, whereas up, episode 4 <coughs> and the previous ones up into there all kind of carried a... a a narrative story. through, whereas yeah. this continued that narrative, but it put its own story mm-hmm. in it, and it, and right, I uh, I I loved some of the camp. Uh, so on the, the, on the I, I didn't mind. Well, to me, it's just kind of like where we're at right now with movies and TV and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They could have done better. They could have made like they made it seem really awkward and weird, like. It, it made it seem like a very low budget. Well, remember our when we talked about episode uh, one through three, or two, two and three, I think. We you did asked me what I thought, uh, how, how the next episodes would go. Right. And I, was, and I mentioned that Jonathan Frakes was going to be directing right. it. And I had a feeling that it might change a little bit and come it across did. as a little bit more campy with the way things were going, just because he represents more of that old school style. 
Um, so could that possibly? You think well, that, that? Well, that's not that's something you're. But if you look at the difference it? between four and five, both directed by him, mm-hmm. right? There's distinct differences. There, there's a very solid, like everything seemed very set and exact, like like what you would expect to see on these other planets in a Romulan run area and these these Romulan you know warrior nuns and stuff. That was all very well done. And then you get into this other one, and all of a sudden it's like, oh hey, we're gonna have like a seventies party, and everybody's gonna dress. You know, it just, it just, it it seems so bad. Like, first off, why in in what was what's the year like 23 something sixty nine or which? What, what are we talking about? What year they're supposed to be in? Uh, it's- yeah, twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. So we're talking 80. in three hundred and something years. They're still dressing no, like twenty three ninety nine. I think. Yeah, it's they're still movie. dressing like bad pimps from the seventies. I mean, like, like <laughs> why can't you know what I mean? Like, it should have been. I, I could. I'm fine with them kind of panoshing it up, like they said, but do it in a better way. Like, don't don't go back into some crazy goofy shit that you would see at a seventies party today. You know what I mean? That well, looked like well, you went to. A, I, I hear what you're saying. I I don't. I I think it was. I think it was very fair. I thought I, I had a lot of fun with it. It didn't. It didn't bug me like it seems. Like oh, I hated. You, I hated the whole. What about uh, Mr. Mr. Bucks? Oh, Vux, Vux, uh, the 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 alien dude. Yeah. Oh, so okay. That brings me into another thing, and this is something I read. Vup. Sorry, Mr. Vup. Vup. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that I I actually liked the bartender the best out of the whole the whole scene of that where he's like. He's like, tell Mr. Vup. He knows. <laughs> I like, I'm like, that bartender's got his shit together. Yeah. Yeah. But Mr. Vup, I didn't, I didn't mind him. I was like, that's cool. That's kind of almost like a new, a new species. Uh-huh. I think they did really well. Um, what I didn't like is the over explanation of everything. So they talk about they're on the ship and they're, oh yeah, these guys they have great smell and they can smell if you're lying and this and that and then. I'll, he has to tell them, I've got this many olfactory, I can smell if you're lying. Well, I wonder, I mean, they, like, they, they did this tact uh, in episode two when he was doing the investigation of the, of the uh, when they went right. to, they just, to, to, to look at the room. It was, it was this back and forth where it was, you had exposition and then they cut forward to the scene where they're doing the investigation. Here they did the same thing where they, they cut back and I forth. I don't mind that. The dress up but, and, and I, well, I'm curious if they shot it that way. Or Maybe. and or if they shot each scene separately and decided that it was better to combine them back and forth. Yeah. Um, like so, I, so, I'm fine with the, but like God, don't beat us over the head with how how there. Give us a hint to it. Like mm-hmm. hey, like she could have said something. He doesn't have to say anything. He could have just said, "I can tell if you're lying." He doesn't have to go. I have blah blah blah. This many olfactory nerves. Yeah. And, and that means I can smell people, you know, from 800 miles away or what, you know, it's like... You had smoked uh, yeah, some sort of... Oh, smoke God, meat. that was stupid. That, to me, I was like, Ugh. At least he didn't tell, uh, smell, because they also said he could smell the, the last person you had sex with. Yeah, but I... I, I didn't mention that. That's probably because he hasn't had sex in a while. <laughs> been, so that, that brings me to... So another uh, thing that I feel let down about is the ship. It just seems... Seems very bland... Like, okay. um, they have the one big main area and it looks like that's kind of it. Like it just, it seems like it has just a big open area, almost like a, a dock. And then why in the fuck do they have Picard's, you know, 
uh, his chateau. A hologram As of a chateau. Holographic. Yeah. And it's not even his room. So that's the uh, the emergency that's hospitality. Um, that's where the hologram, yeah, which I thought was great. I love that. Sets it up. For that's him. the one thing I love is the the extra. I, I would. You know what? They can have ninety nine holograms, and I'd love every one of them. <laughs> and then they had Emmett, which Emmett was the uh, what, what I called the the tactical one because I thought emergency tactical E M E yeah T. It stands for Emmett. That might be why he got his name as Emmett. Oh. Never actually said whether he was tactical or weapons or what, but he was. He spoke in that Spanish. Yeah, he spoke in Spanish. Yeah, um, and he was. Very, and it looked like he was drunk. <laughs> he was great. He looked so like now we've got we've got four uh, four different holograms. We yeah. got the M H, which is British. The N H, which is Irish. The the emergency hospitality. Uh, I'm not sure what. He was very about, uh, uh, he, English, very heavy, like not not British, but uh, American English. Yeah. He was very of, much into personal, like <laughs> evading your personal space too. He was all up on Picard, like up on like chest to shoulder type, like talking to him. It kind of bugged me. Yeah, um, but I'm fine with that. But why? Why does he have to have a chateau? What the fuck does that even? It's just another room for them to go into and talk. They could have done that. At, any room, and it's not even his room room because he goes, I'll, I'll I'll be in my state room or where, or I'll be mm-hmm. in my quarters, and he goes somewhere else. So it's not even. It, to me, it was just re, it was unneeded. Mm-hmm. It was very very unnecessary. Like it doesn't add anything to the story. It just seems very weird. Well, maybe I mean if you think about all the emergency holograms, that kind of. That kind of helps us understand Rio's character a little bit. You but, know, it's a it's a strange thing that he's got all these holograms of himself on his well, ship. I think it's and maybe that's something we should look at Picard and say he's still got an ego issue. He p- puts himself in this in his chateau. I, um, yeah, I don't know. He he's still grappling with. I mean, I they keep referencing the fact that they were bored. That, that he just <laughs> abandoned every like. Yeah, they do. They, they've harped on him a lot of times, and he like he I, gave I, up. Yeah, that basically he couldn't do he he couldn't do everything, so he chose <coughs> to do so he chose to do nothing. So here's and, a, here's and I'm a, curious if they're going to explore they might that because that doesn't sound like Picard, or if they're just going to be you know it, just kind of keep that as so as a, so as why I think there's so many the holograms past. is is Rios is on that ship by himself, uh-huh. so he has to have. People to help no, I, th- I, lo- I love it. I, so, and I think it's a very interesting that, but the, uh, the character trait that he would. The hospitality one just doesn't make sense. Not only that, because he's not. Well, they even said, "Why? Why do you have hospitality one?" He's all oh, I came with it or something well, like that. Yeah, it's it's very weird. That I, that to me just kind of bugs me. I, I didn't care for it. That's another one of the ones I was like. Unmade. But Emmett was fun. I I love. I do. I like all the the holograms. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they could have ninety nine holograms. And I wouldn't have a problem with any of them. Like I really, I think that's a cool idea. I, I like that. Um, I thought it would, uh, that brought up another one is um, so when in episode five when they're down on the planet, you know they left the um, the doctor or uh, Ag- Agnes. Yes. Um, she's supposed to beam him back up, and she keeps having this anxiety, and, mm-hmm. the, and he, <laughs> the hologram keeps popping in. And what is the nature of your emergency? Yeah. And she's like, "Fuck, get out of here!" Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's that's interesting. There's something I I, I about are you talking about Agnes? Yeah. 
So, I mean, there was a big, you know, she, she well, has... That, that certainly, you know, episode five ended on quite a... Well, quite yeah, a so now here's, here's a weird thing that made me think about that, right? Yeah, so, yeah, let's, let's jump right to that because that's, that's crazy. Um, so they do rescue... Uh, Maddox. Maddox, who earlier in the episode, they show her looking at a video of her and him kissing. Right. Right, so there's like, oh, there's something there. And then at the end, she fucking kills him. Yep. Right? So then I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I wrote a lot of stuff down about that, just what she said. Because she says when she's killing him, I wish I didn't know what I know. I wish they hadn't shown me. Right. I wish you knew what I know. And she's so, so here's, sorry. Here's, but, here's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, and this is, this is, this is kind of interesting. So we never got any other background story back in 2 or 3 when uh, Commander Wu... Okay. Uh, snuck up on her and asked right, right, her right. questions. The next time we see her, she just shows up at Picard's uh, chateau and like, hey, um, I know you guys are trying to leave and do all this stuff. I'm going with you. Okay. But where did she get all the information? Like, I'm like, I'm like, mm, is she now an inside agent? Is she a double agent? Is I get that. that. I, I was well I, before. I was just kind of like, she's she's interested. Like. The other thing is, there's 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 a bit many different p- positions that she could be playing, right? That's one of them. The other one is is like Maddox was saying that she ha- had a um, a very I can't remember exactly what he said, but an important role contribution was essential. Yeah, right. So my thought is 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 this something? Is, is she somehow like? Well, she says I have to atone for it. Is she a biological donor? Like, did she donate That's eggs? That's possible. You know, did part of me, I them? was actually exploring whether she has some sort, if she's a synth in herself, she doesn't even know it, or, mm. um, I don't think they do that. That seems a little far-fetched, but it still got me thinking yeah. that that she is so tied with with this maybe, and we don't know, there's so much mystery in her, in mm-hmm. her story. She comes across. It's funny how she comes across so uh, innocent. Well, innocent and also uh, awkward around Rios. Every time she sees Rios, she's trying to. She does this awkward flirting with him, like she wants him to. <laughs> like when her. they're when they're talking, and, in, he's like, "Oh yeah, I used to talk uh, bug someone else who liked uh, paper books or something like that." Yeah, my father. Yeah, <laughs> right. he's like, "Well, how did he deal with it?" Well, he had to do because he had to yeah. deal with it because he was my dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I like her character a lot. Well, um, I'm just. It, there's a, there's a lot going on and but it's she's still so mysterious mm-hmm. and and this just adds so much to it that, that well it flips it too because uh-huh. before she was like okay she's just kind of this innocent naive doctor that you know until we saw the whole thing with Maddox and her kissing you're kind of like okay well maybe she's just interested because of the doctor aspect and then all of a sudden that like oh shit she's she's connected to this guy she has a love for him mm-hmm. and then she kills him you're like oh fuck she really didn't love him. Or yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it was like oh, it it keeps taking things and flipping it. Yeah, but but she also didn't hide the fact that she killed it. I mean, the the EMH showed up and he, oh, she just well, what she did well, she we don't know if she hides the fact yet because that's where it ends. We don't know what she's going to tell the rest of the crew. Okay, we'll see. I got the impression I have a that she was she, just kind of doing it, and he spotted her doing it, and she just. I have a feeling that she's going to hide it. Okay. I, I think she's gonna hide it, and I think there's something deeper in there. Like, part of me is curious whether or not she is, because because she said all what she said about the I wish they would have told me, which means she had to talk about Wu. Yeah, right. I, th- I think that's fair. 
Which like what? What did they talk about? What's you know? Wu is is Tal Shiar. I mean, I, I got the impression. Yeah, and then um, so and that's then, what I mean. They're 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 and we so got she this. knows. So somehow she probably knows that that Soji is the destroyer, right? Because that's what they keep talking about, right? So the, the lore, but yeah, yeah. So she must know something about that, and so that's where that's where she has to atone for it. So yeah, it, that's that's actually one of the few things that I didn't have a problem with. I was kind of like, okay, this this. I'm good with this. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you like uh, seven of nine? I liked how she came in. I didn't like how she left. Um, One of the things, well, uh, I, I think she's, I think she's really strong in her role, considering that she hasn't been around for, you know, since Deep Space Nine. She, re- or no, I'm sorry, that was uh, Voyager, and then she returns mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. This is her thought- first appearance since uh, Deep Space Nine since Endgame in 2001. Voyager. Yeah. Well, it says Endgame. Endgame from Deep Space Nine? Was she, she wasn't in Deep Space Nine. Endgame is uh, probably an episode from Voyager okay. or okay. or a movie. And was as she, an actor, I thought she was really, really strong. Um, and and so the, the the one that they killed at the beginning, he was in Voyager at the end, last couple seasons of Voyager. Yeah. He was a child that, that came back in. So when she called... She, I, I, I had forgotten that. and uh, But when she said... Son, yeah, uh, or my child. Well, he was a, he like was that. also aboard that was recap or reclaimed. Yeah, it added some emotional punch. Uh, yeah. to that. Um, I, I liked I liked the story aspect of what they did, but it seemed it seemed very much, um, and we may get a lot more of this. Mm-hmm. These um, one and two episodes with these characters from before, yeah. where they come in, do something, and and they're gone. Like I mean. Right now, we're probably not going to see seven or nine ever. We yet. probably won't. I liked, <coughs> I liked how they ended it with her just blasting her way out, especially after they had the conversation with Rizzo. Or no, I'm sorry, not Rizzo. Um, I talked uh, to Picard about, do you ever get your humanity back? That's that's true, but uh, but but Jazel, but Jazel, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, she uh, she talks about uh, when she's talking to but Jazel about uh, is it Bajazel? I don't know. I was just saying it's like. <laughs> It's a, uh, what is it, the, what was that, that, the machine that used to, you could put like the rhinestones on your clothes? It was a, what? Oh, oh, a a bedazzle? A bedazzler. (laughs) So when when I heard that, it made me think of that. And then there's a joke about like someone putting all kinds, oh, I think it's like Dane Cook talks about putting like, uh, oh, fuck, no, you know what it is? It's in the Harry Dresden books um, later on. There's a, a there's a character that shows up and all she's wearing is rhinestones and 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 jewels and so she has a a, a bedazzled vajayjay and so that's what it made me think of <laughs> was <laughs> so yeah so matter <laughs> it's funny that's, that's really funny that's <laughs> no it, 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 I wonder if there was some thought there too for people who might be, uh, I mean, you know I don't know but yeah it's yeah, so that, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh God, that's funny." Yeah, there's a, there's a character in um, the uh, Jim Butcher Dresden series mm-hmm. later on that yeah, that she shows up. She's one of the Fae, and uh, so uh, she does. She she literally shows up with just jewels on. Uh, there's 
There's so much stuff in I'm there. A, I'm <clears> a few <throat> chapters into the first one. First yeah, the first one, uh, and we'll get to this, because uh, we're going to review this at some point. Okay. I yeah, want well, to that's why he's having me start to read them, because yeah. I've never read them Yeah, before. if you haven't read Jim Butcher's Dresden Files, read them. <laughs> They're fabulous. We will talk about them someday. Um, I would almost love to do a full just podcast on nothing more than Jim Butcher, <laughs> um, the Dresden Files, but yeah, there's a character in there. And, and it's about six or seven books in, but it, uh, no, you know what? It's about four or five books in. Okay. But it's a great... I'm only on the first. Yeah, the first one's, the, the first, the first two are kind of slow. You kind of, you almost have to like push to the third one to where it like, as soon as you get, anyway. when you get to the third one, holy shit, it's like a fucking roller coaster then. It's like, hold on, because the shit gets crazy. <laughs> um, one of the things I liked about, uh, Seven's exit, you, you know, when she, you, the end, I think you, you said you didn't care for it, but I liked how they established it a little earlier, how Seven of Nine and Bejazel had a history. Oh, yeah. And, they did and, that well, yes. And she talked about how she, I slipped through your fingers when, when, when he killed, uh, or when, when she had uh, uh, her son killed, and, yep. and then, but she was able to get away, and it kind of established that, that she had that, I mean, she's a badass, she's, yeah. she's got extra power, just the fact when she put her hand up to her throat... And it was either, you know, she would have killed her if, if, yeah. she, if they shot her at her. She would have just like, well, I'm fine. Take me yeah. out. You're dead. And, and Bejazel knew it. And that's yeah. like, put your guns down. Um, I liked how they established it in the end when they just showed her firing her way out. I thought that kind of bridged that. And it, rather than if they didn't have that history and it would just be her firing her way out and you think, oh, obviously she's going to survive because it's Star Trek. But in here, they kind of established a... A history which gave it a little bit more resonance oh, yeah. no, I, to where you can just say, I don't know if she survived, but she probably did because because that's what she does. Yeah. No, anyway. see, well, I took it the other way. It's like she almost knew she wasn't getting out of it. That, it, it didn't she didn't matter. care. Yeah, she didn't care. I do get that. And, and, and I'm okay with that yeah. in a way. I just... Uh, I didn't Because like, she has no place there. They took away, you know... Yeah, well, she was one of those rangers now. Right. And so they don't explain a lot about that, but... Um, I, I like how she showed up. I like what you know. I like the way they did it. I I like Seven of Nine, but to me, it seemed like it was a it was an extended cameo. You didn't care for Free Cloud. No, I well, I don't like what they. What do you think of the ads that show up on the ship? I thought <laughs> so that was that was, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the holograms that show up in in like like almost like they read your mind and like are trying to figure out what you need. Like the mm -hmm. the Rios gets the the mechanic, you know, ad. Like, hey, I can fix your ship. Yeah. And then Picard gets like like almost like a, a like a escort service type thing. And then the doctor got some kind of boxing thing. Um Elnor feels left out because he didn't get fucking Elnor's a I don't like that character right now. I, I think they've You liked his introduction. I loved him as a kid. Yeah. To I like well I had small problems with it in the fact that um, why did Picard have an attachment to this kid? There's no, there's no story to that. Yeah. Right. And and you look at what it seems like in the beginning. He seems very attached to this child, and then when everything goes south, he fucking abandons it. Right. That's not a Picard trait. Well, the, and I agree with that. I, I agree. It seems unusual that he abandoned that's so much when when things went south. That does. I agree. That doesn't sound like so. That's where like I Picard. have the problem. It, um, like, was it just a kid and he was just 
he was playing it up. I, I could see him having uh, a little bit more uh, attachment towards a child after losing Data, because Data to him was right. was his version of a, a of a child that he could teach without having to deal with a child, because he didn't like dealing with, with kids. Right. But but maybe with uh, Data gone, he had more sure, of a hole in his. Maybe he had more of a hole in his heart for that, and something happened here that we don't know. But that's but, but yeah, they didn't they didn't go into the history. But but you I, you you give me the impression that if they go into too much history, you get a little. Upset. I don't. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Actually, I would rather have the history of that because or an explanation of why he all abandoned it. Mm. Right. They keep referring to it. I get that that he that he well, he didn't get anything or he didn't get also everything, says, so he chose nothing. It also said like it was four years after, like Mars and all that, that he retired and and all this other stuff. So it's there's there's some, yeah, there's some there's some interesting. Another thing too is I don't know about that. There was another one that it was like so. Um, why was Romulan so reliant on Starfleet to to? move their people. They asked Starfleet. But the Romulan had ships of their own. You know, they were just as powerful as, as Starfleet. I mean, they, they matched us, you know, yeah. us and, and Well, Starfleet. I think they asked for help. Right, but do you know what I mean? It's like, but, why... You know, it's kind of like... I'm trying to think. Go back to... Okay, so we go back to World War Two, right? Okay. In, in, and, you know... London asked, you know, or uh, England asked for our assistance in... in You're talking Dunkirk. Well, just... But that's just what, the, I mean, that's what he referenced. Right, but I mean, it, he, he, he said... Exactly, well, I mean, that's a huge thing right there. So, but it's like, we did all we could. You can't blame us for you not being able to help yourself, too. It's kind of like... Okay, you know what I mean? It's, it, well, there's, I, there's some issues I, with... I get the, that, but but do you think it's realistic how how it played out? And and we don't know it, though. But we're seeing the emotional reaction of a lot of the people that we felt are that you know the, the, this was a an outpost where they had brought the the, right. the 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 Terrans or the the people of Earth brought brought the Romulans right. to this this outpost and and with another you know destination in mind. But then at this point they got abandoned. So obviously they're going to have a lot of resentment towards. I don't, well, no, I don't know if there was another destination. It I, just it sounds it sounds to me like they they deposited them all over the place, and this is, just happens to be one of them. Yeah, they, and and it sounds to me like the. But do you know what I mean? It's like okay, if if say the roles were reversed and the Romulans were supposed to help the Starfleet, they, yeah, they called it a Romulan relocation hub. Right. So, but do you know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like. <laughs> This is to well. Me, this I, is to I, me no, like I, I think. I think what blaming, happened after blaming the government because you're not getting your welfare check. Yes, I get that. <laughs> I get that. I'm. I'm not saying that that it's it's right how they're they're all feeling. I. I think, yeah. But I do expect there to be blame. You know, that's that's what happens. You get people get. You know, they they feel like they they've been taken advantage of. They've been taken off their planet and put here and then abandoned. And you're going to have some some resentment and some emotional resentment, whether I, I get, it's right or not. I get not. that too, but it, like I, I don't know. It, to me, it, it bugs me a little bit that it, it's just it's just we don't get the backstory of everything. Yeah, that happened. It, was, it was interesting seeing the the Romulans because they're they're considered more of a, a, a xenophobic race, or, mm -hmm. you know, people that don't want outsiders, and you know, they're very much very much against anyone who's not 
Romulan. Right. I thought it was interesting how much diversity you saw in the in the casting of the Romulans, considering oh. considering how anti, um, you know how well the, their character trait is kind of against that. But within there, there was a lot of diversity. They were all getting along. Yeah, I, that's just probably something. I well, I mean, that's that's something that they've never they in in the the next generation. I didn't watch enough of any of like Deep Space Nine to know if any Romulans came across looking any different than they. You know, the original show they all looked the same, right? They were they were cookie cutter stamped. Yeah, next generation kind of the same, but we only saw their military for the most part. Well, and they're very military. The, the right. Romulans themselves. So right? now what we're seeing is their their civilian population maybe yes. their civilian population is more of a diverse and maybe maybe that's I like that I like that but then yeah. they were very anti but, the, but they're also very back. different they're, they they aren't like the mil- like I mean you, you look at the uh, the nuns they had I can't, I can't remember what the name they had um, the, the, the Coat Milot yes <laughs> which I thought was very funny too um, just the, these warrior nuns I, I think it's a cool idea but we'd never seen that before that I know of. Well, it's like the Buddhist fighting nuns. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's a real real thing. The Wu Mei. But I mean, they're not. They don't have this. They don't have that regular Romulan feel to them. It's like no. In fact, Picard even described them as as being kind of the antithesis of because they are they wear they, they the thoughts go straight to words. You know, they, they don't have a filter between yeah. you know everything that they think comes out. Their absolute candor, which was the name of the uh, episode yeah. four. So it was it was interesting to see that like we're we're seeing a, a difference in the almost like they're rewriting the the Romulans, you know, from, or giving from, us a deeper understanding from of canon. Though they're they're rewriting the canon on them like hey, what you only you only saw a, a piece of them, which is I'm fine with. I'm totally fine with. I don't have Okay, when you said rewrite, I thought you were like scrapping the old, but you're no, saying no. they're getting a little bit uh, Deeper into the, what? What I would like to see is like, okay, show me some of the other ones too. There's well, we those, see some of the the ones they have, um, you know, hidden in Starfleet. Well, yeah, and, but they still don't. But I mean, you know what I mean? We don't see the old school Romulans like you used to. Um, Maybe they'll show up. Well, what's the? And then they talk about what is that? The something of eight. The when. when uh, I'm gonna find something, but you go ahead. Okay. The Conclave of Eight. Sorry. The Conclave of Eight gets referenced. It actually gets referenced when uh, Raffi goes and sees her son, oh and he mentions something about the Conclave of Eight. That was oh. the first time I heard about it. Uh, oh. Maybe it's referenced somewhere else, but but I think and that's when she loses it and says, "Oh, you know the." Yeah, well, he blames her of having this conspiracy right. theory. Yeah, right. That's and when I he throws out the Conclave of Eight. Yeah. So yeah, well, maybe we'll see it later. Maybe it's something to do with Picard and the rest of them. Well, we certainly know there's there's something going on in Starfleet right. that's you know with Romulans. Um, well, but that's you know Rafi. It, it, I'm sure it'll come out eventually because that's that's what they're leading to is that they're going to discover this this deep seated you know deep state kind of mm-hmm. thing in the Starfleet. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting whole thing with Rafi too finding her son and. Almost like I, she plays it up. You know, they, it's it's fine what it is. It's yeah. um, she plays it out like, oh, I'm clean now. I'm, I, you know, I, you know, whatever her problem was before, which looks like they're trying to play her up as, you know, she got out and had issues and became a druggy, you know, burnout, whatever kind of thing. Yeah, we, we saw her alcoholic the snake and, uh, skin. Yeah, and yeah. So I don't know if that's what they were trying to do, but. 
it seemed very, I don't know. It, it's it, it wasn't as entertaining, but it seemed very honest. You know, you can you can look at look at what's going on in yeah. places in our world. This is something that's that's true to true to life. I, it wasn't it wasn't an entertaining scene. It was a little. No, no, but, but it seemed realistic that that's it did. Happen. But I was, I'm trying to figure um, out how. I, I'm glad that, that when when they brought out the Romulan wife, she 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 showed, uh, you know, she was thoughtful and she shook right. her hand. And, and well, it was interesting um, too. She's a Romulan. The, yeah, the, the wife. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that that's kind of the first time we've seen yeah, it. I in thought her. They, I didn't know that uh, that humans. I thought there was an infertility between humans and Romulans. But, I, I don't know. That's but, but you know, I say that, and they, and they have actually we have seen uh, characters that are half crossbreeds or whatever. You, uh, what was Mixed. the Tasha Yar? They had an episode in in uh, Next Generation further in the season after she had been killed off earlier, mm-hmm. where she came back as a Romulan and she was like the the child of. Tasha Yar and, oh, and a Romulan, Romulan child in, in another. Huh. So, but but I saw another reference that talked about there being there being an infertility. Yeah, right? I I, mean, so, I didn't have a anyway. problem with it. I I just thought it was it was a strange like I wasn't sure. I mean, they're tr- I think they're just trying to build some. Well, well, that was character. If, in if you think about Raffi being so you know so conspiracy driven about the Romulans in Starfleet and her son being so against her mother that he might you know react to that and be a lot more uh, empathetic of Romulan's plight and put himself in a situation yeah, in a position where he was, it was just uh, a weird thing for me and fall in love with one so yeah um, it was just a weird weird I, I mean I, I I understand it's a character building thing but it just I don't know I, to me it's one of those like if I never saw that that scene would it change my mind about I, the show fine. yeah it, it didn't do anything for me um, I still don't care for Rafi as a character she still bugs me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matter of fact, when I saw someone on a, on a post that also has that same issue with her calling him JL. JL. So it's, here, it's the first he's work. like she doesn't say it. I mean, it doesn't roll off like a nickname or something. Well, here's the thing: is he's like JL. It's two syllables. John Luke. It's two syllables. You're not shortening anything. <laughs> She does. There is a moment here when she's leaving to go see her son, and it's almost like a goodbye that she calls him Admiral Picard, which. Which stood out like okay, finally she's given him some some respect, but but yeah, JL just <coughs> every time she says it, it seems oh worse. It's, oh it's horrible. But and I don't know if there's a way. That, I mean, you, you can't blame I, her. You but it's the writing. The writing. <laughs> you know, that, I, it's, it's almost like they're trying to like oh let's add this little mm-hmm. you know phrase for them. It's it yeah, but it's a stupid phrase. Yeah, like I it would have been better if she just she's called him Jean Luc or, you know, or like, just called him John. Jean. Or Luke, or you know, John, I don't know. I mean, but just something else, or 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 a whole different nickname, not even a JL, just something else. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it, the the whole JL bugs the crap out of me. I hate it. Like every time she says, it, I'm like, ah, shut up. Yeah. Like if if someone like someone <laughs> called me JL and that was, I'd be like, shut up. That ain't my name. Yeah, I, I don't like that one at all. I don't, I don't like her as a character. I never, I I really haven't cared for her at all through the whole thing. And I don't know why, what what about her bugs me more or anything. It just, I don't, everything she's done so far is kind of like, eh, eh. Right. I like, like I said, I like Rios. I like the Doctor. Um, I don't like Elnor. Elnor, yeah. Elnor. And the reason I don't care for him is I, 
I don't like how they wrote him being so dumb. They he just seems like a fucking idiot. Kind of does a disservice to the nuns. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I get it. Okay, so maybe he's a little uh sheltered, right? Like he's 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 this phenomenal uh, you know, martial artist or whatever, fighter, hand-to-hand combat expert, whatever. That and that I can buy that, but yeah. To be so just dumb, like, oh, we're all playing parts. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. We're yeah. It, it's just the truth now? <laughs> yeah, it just, it was just so, it was bad. And then, so another uh, another thing that people had issue with, um, with him specifically, some other people was talking about when... Uh, you, these are on blogs or something you're reading? Um, it's all reviews off of IMDb. It's kind of, I just, I, I like reading through just to see what other people have what what they like what they don't like i wait for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i try to wait no I, I do that i do that because it, it it stirs my idea because yeah. then it's like oh yeah yeah i agree with that or you know hi i didn't think about it that way okay i, I so for me it's it's a it's a stir my own thoughts mm-hmm. um but yeah uh one of the things they were talking about is how um he kills the you know he he kills the guy the the senator cuts his head off and then they beam up and then Picard just scolds him and then they walk away. It's kind of like, eh, that kind of seemed very, you know, oh, okay, that's fine that you just killed him, but we're going to, we're, don't do it again. You know, like, why didn't, why didn't one of those guys that he, one of his men shoot him right away? Like, they, they, even the guy goes, oh, well, your little sword isn't going to do anything to my disruptor and then they beam out. Why wouldn't if he... Oh, you just cut his head? Why wouldn't he just... Boom! Pop! Shot him. That's what Romulans of the old would have done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just... It seems very weird. It, it, he just doesn't seem like a great character. Well... Yet. Considering... I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend the, what you just said there. Just considering um, Elnor grew up on this... Right. On this hub or whatever. Where I can't... I have the name of the planet. But, um, so... He certainly feels aware of his surroundings, right? Um, so I'm sure. I'm sure in combat he could have. Yeah, I mean, know the difference between. Uh, well, but I mean, he can get away with that or not? But the, he, the senators got his his six or seven guys surrounding Picard and mm-hmm. gives him one of his swords. So they're all they're already juiced for a fight, mm-hmm. right? And then the guy, he, but they're juiced for a sword fight. Yeah. Well, I, watch I, at the I, end I, of it. The, the guy goes. After they sit there and talk for a second, then the guy goes, "Oh, well, your little sword won't do anything for a disruptor." It just—it seemed very, very spaghetti western. Like, oh, yeah, well, once I load my one bullet, I'm, you know, okay, fucking, it just—it uh, was bad. I, I just—I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that he's a badass and and the people, but it just seemed—it it didn't seem. Do you think genuine. now? Now you look at the okay. It didn't seem genuine. Now the the Star Trek of old and the Next Generation did not seem genuine at all. They're very they're very much uh, you know anecdotal the way they tell stories and a lot of things that happen are very idealized and when they put themselves on on another planet everything's very stiff and you know it it it's it's it feels that way. I th- I think I think here they're getting a lot more authentic with it. Um, I, I agree with you. And, and, and I the only reason that. I'm bringing that up is because earlier on you, you seem to be 
at odds with the fact that this was feeling more less authentic. So the the fourth episode, the one that all happens, I loved all the mm-hmm. the scenes and the the backgrounds and the the, the feel of the it. feel of it. Okay, even that one, I I liked. They're they're fighting in the oh, streets. Yeah, okay. I did like that. What I would have rather seen is him cut off the head, and the guys was like, "Oh fuck that!" and and come and attack him, and he does something. I mean, he 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 basically defends two guys and cuts the guy's head off, but then they don't they don't continue. Mm-hmm. There was more guys in that. Like, I, I know me. If, if, <laughs> if here's the thing, if 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 I'm with a group of five guys, right, and there was there was like four or five guys that this this guy went out there with it, right. We start a fight, we all start a fight. And we all fight until all five of us are done. That's just how it is. And, that, and that's... that's okay. Now, if he would have disarmed all five of them and then cut the guy's head off or did that and then two of them tried to do something and he had to do something else, I'd have been like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. he's handling business. But no, it's like, oh, I, I kick, you know, spin kick this guy, kick this guy out of the way, cut his head off, and then the other guys go, oh, shit, you just killed our leader. We're going to stand here and wait till you're done talking to fucking do something. I, I, I lose some like ugh. it's like oh come on I would have I would have given it more props if it did did it differently okay um, then someone else brought up another one it was like well how did they know to beam up too you know they, with all the other explanations they do like oh he can smell if you're lying he can smell if you're lying he can smell if you're lying they never once said hey I, I've got this other guy we're gonna need to beam up too well so now you're saying you prefer no, I'm just saying it's inconsistent. Well, or or sometimes over-explanation. Is, sometimes it's better to just kind of say, okay, there's a solution there. They didn't say it, but we're going to go with it. Yeah, that. no, I would. Ra- I personally would rather leave a little more to the imagination. Okay. Like, I, I, like, like they don't have to go, like, too deep. In, like, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of dialogue that seemed kind of forced, um, especially in the fifth episode. Like when they're all standing and they're talking in the in the the chateau, a lot of that seemed very forced and unnecessary. It, it just well, it's interesting. What well, is the one that's so uh, kind of concerned with uh, Picard's uh, French uh, accent and his his. Oh. She said, "Well, we got to do something about that because that's just." That's it was weird. horrible. Well, I mean, she calls him on it. And says that's weird. That's not going to work. Yeah. Um, well, and then when he's down on the, when he's down on the planet and he. And he's just fucking... Fl- not, I don't want to say flamboyant, because it wasn't flamboyant, but it was just... Well, that's Patrick Stewart having a little fun. Yeah, but it was <laughs> over the top. You're like, ugh. ugh. It, it had a different feel. And and I'm fine if it, it was for fun and stuff like that. I just... Well, they say that at the beginning, that this planet is much more... Uh, it, it builds itself off flamboyancy or whatever. Or the, and it, and that if you don't over, go overboard, so, okay. you don't sell it. So here... here so... Um, let's take a trip back to uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, you're better with the names than I am. When they go to the the casino planet, right? Oh, you know what I mean. You know, you say that, and to me, I was thinking Attack of the Clones when they go when they're on Coruscant and they're down in the uh, down in the you want to buy some death sticks? You know the when Episode Eight with with where Anakin's a teenager and. And they're no, trying... that's that's like two. That's episode two. What, what I, I said, Attack of the Clones. I don't yeah, know. but then you said episode eight. Well, you said it. Ep- I did. You... Oh, okay. Did I? Did yeah, I you said episode it? eight when Anakin's a teen. I'm like, well, sorry, you're missing. Sorry. Them, but episode yeah. two. Yes, when Anakin's a teen. Well, yeah. Okay, so kind um, of the that, same thing to me is what this reminded me of. Same, kind of had a 
a, a more colorful Blade Runner feel too. Yeah, well, that's I. I would have rather seen that. To me, it seemed like okay. Um, this is like uh, I don't know. Friends are doing a, you know, the friend Friends the episode is doing like a Halloween party. That's what it felt well, like to me. Remember, we're on a TV budget. They don't, they're they're, they're well, still putting a lot of risk into this into this series, and and but I, I think they still could have made it more futuristic. Made it more like think about the old Next Generation when they went somewhere else. People didn't wear what people are wearing right now, or <laughs> what people wore thirty years ago. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, if he'd have came in with some, like, gold, like, shiny metal-looking suit, like, like what a pimp would look like if you imagined uh, a pimp in George Jetson's day. Uh-huh. You know, then I would have been like, okay, I can buy that. But you know what I mean? It, it And then Picard looked like he was out of the 60s, you know. With an eye patch? <laughs> it was like, it, that's what I didn't like. Um, especially when you look at her, she's wearing some kind of skin outfit with some, like, weird shoulder paddy things. Look, you know, they should have done it something different. I, I, I would have bought that more. Like, made it a little more futuristic. Okay. Just not what we've seen in in our time. Like, that's that was my biggest problem. Like, literally, like, his little pimp suit just bugged the shit out of me. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. I, <laughs> and I thought he, he was fun to watch. To- See as he was trying to dance his way through. The- well, he he made it. He made it very, uh, and I'm sure this was his acting. He made it very awkward. Like he wasn't sure how to do, you know, how to be it. Which I, I was like, okay, I'll I'll buy that. I, I'm okay with that. But yeah, uh, it's like in the card thing. I was just like, okay, you guys are having fun with that, and I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. But it's just to me, it still wasn't. It wasn't something. It was it was kind of like something you would see on Orville, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. It, it was, it, it, but but, but you, that's the thing is you okay, one through four very serious. We're 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 being here, and then all of a sudden you flip and go, oh, now we're this. It, it's kind of it's kind of hard to follow, uh, and kind of hard to stay in 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 the same story. Who's the uh, who's the the Romulan that's. Um, that that has the that's doing the puzzle that uh, oh Ramji Ramna Ramna is it Ramna Ramda I think it was Ramda yes Professor uh, Ramda because Soji's looking back on recordings of Professor Ramda yep. and and I was really impressed with how they because we 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 meet Ramda in the um, it's like a psych ward yeah <laughs> where where they've got the the oh the they board. had a special name for him it was a it was a group of Romulan it was the last group that was assimilated, right? And they and they had brought him back, but some something had gone wrong. They they couldn't restore their minds, yeah. so they were all. It was more like a psych ward, and she was doing her uh, her tarot puzzle mm-hmm. and doing some weird things. And then that's when she brings up the whole the whole idea that you're the uh, the destroyer, the destroyer, right? But when Soji's looking back on the recordings and she sees Professor Ronda, I was impressed, and I'm I'm drawing this from what you're saying about the pimp outfit, kind of that '70s feel. When we look back at the old Star Trek, we see like the original Star Trek with mm-hmm. Shatner. Everyone kind of had a Jetsons '60s look to them. They, I mean, they, they came across that way. And I thought they really with with Professor Ramda when she's on the screen, it 
to me felt like something out of the original Star Trek. And I thought they merged it together nicely mm. with, with the style. They got the style just, just right where it felt it felt like it almost belonged in an original Star Trek episode. And yet it seemed very authentic. It's, it was and, because it, it and, seemed like fuzzy. And that's what I saw too. Maybe that's it. But I, I think they, 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 they are trying at, at, in places to try to merge the 60s uh, they, Star Trek with with current and just show that that style kind of evolves and 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 sometimes you have to meet in the middle to make it yeah. to make it feel like it's it's uh it's got some continuity yeah i i i'm okay with all that well i mean just to me it just seemed like i said i'm, I'm still gonna call think his pimp outfit was not right <laughs> I, I, I okay, and, and I didn't like Picard's accent. I didn't like. I just seemed very campy, and I didn't care for it. Uh, maybe it's because I don't know. The show doesn't seem to hold a campy attitude, and then to go campy, it just seems very awkward. That that's what kind of made this episode stand out a little different for me. It, it, right, it, it well, seemed it, to be its own episode. It did stand it, out, but didn't stand out in a good way for me, at least. Okay, um, and then like uh, so that I mean. In episode four, we got a little bit of Soji and Narek and yeah. their relationship. And, you know, he does the, the Borg ritual thing where they slide down. And yeah, it's like, okay, it's it seems like a, a well, weird... He's got an agenda. He's a trying... weird relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think a lot in, in some of the... One of the things people were talking about was like, oh, well, that escalated quickly. Well, he's like they're he sleeping of, together already. Well, they they slept together the first date, wasn't that the? You well, know. so here's here's what I'm finding, and and this is and this is where they're not doing a great job of how much time has actually passed. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because if you really if 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 you put the episodes together and you just go, well, from what they're showing me, we may be a weekend, mm-hmm. right? But it actually might be months. You know what I mean? It does. It's almost like they're not giving us a real up to date kind of like. Oh, okay, it's been a week. We get to meet see Rizzo in her full uh, Romulan. Uh, the oh yeah, his sister. sister. Yeah, she's be- a badass. Before we saw her, where she's disguised Still as, as, a as, human. as a as a human, but uh, here she's. Um, I have yeah. a feeling. Uh, and she's like trying. She's trying to drive Narek into into getting. Well, she wants to just kind of kill Soji. I think <laughs> she to me is. More authentic Romulan that you're used to. Yes, yeah. the be- the best of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like. So one of the, one of my notes is the Narek and Soji um, love story seems a little forced. It kind of reminds me of Twilight. One of the things I well sure I get that there's there's a I was like he's like a sparkly Romulan. But he's but he knows what he's kind of he kind of knows what he's doing and you know he teases her at one point where he says something and and. She says, "That's it. I'm done." Yeah, well, she, and she, what does he do? He, he says, calls her a liar. Because well, he what, says something about you weren't on the yeah on the ship's were, manifest. They, it was right after they're kissing, yeah. and she goes, "Well, you weren't on that manifest." Like calling him, a, calling him a liar, or calling her a liar. And she's and in her mind, she knows that she was there, but realistically, she probably wasn't because it's a false memory. But but then he then she's like, "I'm done with you," and he says, "Hey, I'm just as curious as you are." Yeah, and he uses that curiosity. To get her back, oh, and yeah. I think it's almost like he's manipulating exactly what what she yeah. needs. He's like, he's got this twisted honesty feeding on this mutual curiosity that, and and so I I don't I don't I think I think his how he's playing the relationship is is 
is not authentic relationship. I think he knows what he's doing. He's trying to to manipulate her. Oh, for sure. But he's still falling for her at the same time. Just that's what it looks like. Yeah. So what we don't know is he is he falling for little, her or are we? She's just, just a little more innocent. Are we? Well, yeah. And what does he say? He doesn't. He doesn't want. He, he doesn't want to trigger. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. I I just to me, like I said, the main thing I thought of was like, oh god, it's fucking Twilight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Twilight. No, that's it's the sparkly Romulan. <laughs> no, I get that. And sometimes I look at these sort of innocent relationships and I roll my eyes. And and but at the same time, I think, well, it's probably the way it really is, though. I mean, we that's how relation the young well, relationships here's, are. Here's my interesting. But I roll my eyes at a right so authentic young relationship. So the well. sisters, right? Soji and Naja. Mm-hmm. Right, supposed to be scissor sisters. Yeah, one was just getting ready to go to school. The other one was supposed to be this already like far ahead doctor. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Because remember, right? Naja just got accepted into whatever academy thing. So I'm like, how how does that fucking work? Well, they planted memories that made it work. But wouldn't that wouldn't that trigger something? I mean, not if the memories were were. were but you know, uh, but do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I do. There's but some I, I'm flaws sure, in it. I, I'm I'm sure. Well, we don't know all the memories that they True. have, but I mean, I, they just had to come up with a with a but with she, a memory for each of them that that seemed to. But she knew she was a those. sister. She knew she was. They were twins. Yeah. Right. She knows that they're supposedly twins, and she and she mentions once that oh yeah she just got accepted to whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like I, I just started going back and I'm like man that's a huge fucking plot hole right. I there. don't think that's a plot hole. I think that's I think it's a plot gaping hole. <laughs> okay. I mean just. I understand that, yeah, she only has her memories, but, I mean, she's supposed to be this super smart, data-like person, right? Like, sent. Well, yeah, but neither of them know. When she started putting that together? I don't know. It just, to me, was one of those... It's all programming, man. We'll see. It may it may show up. And yeah. I, I, I wonder if the doctor's going to end up being some kind of... Well, I'm, I broke down that maybe she's a synth or that she's, yeah. I mean, obviously she's I, got some, part of me was like, she's I, was, I almost was like, damn, did she, was she like a, like a surrogate mother? Like, did she like carry them and give birth? And that's why they don't show up as like, like, you know how like, it's almost like, like they impregnated her with like some kind of like, uh. Yeah. So okay. Synth, so do you, <laughs> synth sperm types. So where we are now, I, I mean, I mean, we. We've talked about these episodes quite a bit. What do you have any thoughts on where it might go? Um, well, I have a feeling. I mean, that, are you are you a little turned off by by where it's going? And, and not so I'm not I'm not as excited as I was in the beginning okay. before it started. I I was um I'm not like oh my god okay this is this is not the next generation rebirth which I was kind of hoping for. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's a little different, a little darker. Um. I have a feeling, I mean, they're supposed to go to the board cube next, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to be on this board cube. I have a feeling by the by the 10th episode, because I think there's only 10 episodes, maybe 11 total, um, they're going to end up meeting up with her about the same time she gets triggered. But I have a feeling she's going to be under under his control somehow. Yeah, because uh, Picard was able to get out of Maddox exactly. He knows yeah. now. He knows where they're at. the identity of the sister and where that yeah. she's at the artifact. So, so even though Maddox is, I has think been that's going to be what's going to happen. Is is I mean, what do we got? We got five more episodes. 
So there will probably be one more throwaway, one off, where they end up have like, something happens before they get to the board cube. Mm-hmm. Probably. Because I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, there's supposed to be still an episode where where Jordy's involved and no, not Jordy. Jordy's um, not in this season. We got Troy and we got yeah, Riker. Okay. Riker and Troy. So that's got that's got to probably happen before they hit the board cube because I think that's got to be the culmination of it, right? That's when everything when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, because they're gonna get on there and fight here. That's probably gonna be like the last two. Do you think this this whole story arc is gonna resolve in this season? Um, I have a feeling it's gonna end up with they're gonna get get to her. Figure out, and Picard's gonna like meet her, and they're gonna interact some way. Yeah, and then she's gonna end up going off with him. That was interesting, with that, Eric. That they gave Picard a a condition that you know where he's terminal, and it 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 basically means that oh, the, okay, this is a one season thing that they're doing. It's it's his story arc, but now we know that there's gonna be a season two, so that. So it kind of almost exposes the the, the fact that, that they've got to solve his terminal illness, and that well, obviously they uh, didn't say how we're long. not going to get the closure. They didn't say how long he has. Uh, I, know. I have a feeling. I have a feeling this is not going to go more than three seasons, at the most. I would prefer that from from the idea. I like story arcs that have closure. When it's just season to season, well, in, in, it's in, more like life, and it's not quite as. <laughs> and this, well, not only that, but this doesn't have the, this doesn't have the the pool like a Voyager had in a Deep Space Nine and in a, a, a Next Generation, where they're on a ship and they're continuously traveling. There is there those didn't have an end destination. I guess Voyager kind of did getting home, right? But you could fucking drag that forever. Well, they did. Yeah, I, I always thought that was like the Gillian. Gilligan's Island of Star Trek, where right, but I mean, it, it still worked because I mean, they, they were constantly you know working towards it. I thought it worked. This one has when they weren't concentrating on getting back because if they ever had an episode where they were trying to get back and they almost got back, you knew that they weren't going to get back unless this was the 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 yeah. the season or well, the, I think, the series finale. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I looked at it as um, when they were trying to get back was every episode. Right, they were always on a trip, and this is was like, oh, this is what we saw on the way. It's like every time I go to Safeway to mm-hmm. buy something, I always take a trip down a different aisle, and I always fucking find something new. Right, so that's to me what what it was. You you, you have cool. a, okay. you, ha- you always have a destination, and you're always trying for that. But there's always that. Oh look, there's there's a pie over there. I should go look at that. <laughs> oh look, there's donuts. I should go look at that. <laughs> we got a theme going here, right? So yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, that's but but Picard. They started it with a very distinct. This is what's going on. He can't chase Soji for seven fucking seasons. Right. Um. Now there is a bigger picture because they keep talking about all of them. Right. They they've mentioned that Narek and his sister have mentioned that more than once. Where, like, yeah, we need to we need to find out everything she knows so we can destroy her and all the rest so we may get to the point where she triggers somehow she's destroyed but yet they found out there's others mm-hmm. and it may be it may be there's hundreds there may be another two we don't know yet so I think that's that's kind of where where it could go and that's that kind of like carried in the like oh well if this is going really good, we can make we can drag this out. 
I get really interested when they throw out these mysteries where, you know, I want to try to solve the mysteries, but sometimes when they take too long, um, they, right. they fall into the trap of the, the mystery, the solution never, <laughs> never quite never hits. Well, if they drag it out too long, then, then all the possibilities are, are, Everyone comes up with their theories, and then one of them becomes the answer, and so it's never as exciting. With a mystery, I think it's better for like a very short uh, Agatha Christie novel or something like that, right. where it's like you've got the puzzle, and you, and then in the end, oh my gosh, that's magical. But when you drag it out too long, it, it like like the Matrix, uh, the Matrix trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, in in after the the second movie. Matrix Reloaded it, it created this crazy mystery what's going to happen how are they right. going to take this and there were so many different theories and the last movie came out and and it kind of flopped. Felt, it, it, flopped. it flopped a little and a lot of people were upset because there were so many better fan theories of what it could could amount to and it didn't it didn't amount to that so I get a little nervous when, when I get excited about mysteries when they're taking too long to, to evolve because I always feel like in the end it's just going to be kind of Oh, okay. Here's the answer, and it doesn't really excite you like you'd hoped when you're when you're when you've got a puzzle in front of you, and, and right. the answer kind of magically unravels in front of you. Um, so we'll see. I, I I I was very excited with with the the end with with what Agnes was saying. Well, I, and that, that but it, but it presented itself as a very that interesting opened, mystery. Yeah. that I wanted to so solve. <laughs> that to me was the best part of episode five because mm-hmm. it gave me a reason to watch more yeah if if that hadn't been there i'd have been like well, i'm not even excited for episode six but now i'm i'm seriously up i i want to know what's going on with her mm-hmm. um yeah that was it was kind of cool is as, as how they did that uh, it, it definitely added uh the carrot to come back because mm-hmm. other than that there was nothing in that whole episode as a character. No, I, I felt that was much more of a standalone one that was more Seven of Nine's journey. It was. It was, it was like arc the of introduction the of her at the very end and the Before, end yeah. of her. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about Seven of Nine, one of the cool things was uh, trivia-wise. Um, so when uh, Rios is talking to Rafi uh, when they're trying to remember Seven's name when she first beams over, he uh, he called her... First he calls her... He guesses uh, 99, which is from um, uh, Get Smart... Oh, right, right. Right, right. And then he also <laughs> called her uh, Eleven, which was from Stranger Things. Right. You should have introduced your beer with it. It's a 99. Yeah. 99 <laughs> problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of a cool what thing. What was the second one you said again? I'm sorry. Eleven. Eleven. Which is from Stranger Things. Oh, right. Yeah, so that... Oh, that, that is. Oh, that's That was kind of cool. Um, yeah, there was a couple other things. Uh, so when... Uh, yeah, uh, Maddox, Bruce uh, Bruce Maddox was actually um, from original episode Measure of a Man in 1989. So there was a, there was a, a Maddox Measure of a Man. Bruce Maddox was uh, was a character in in uh, I think Next Generation. Measure of a Man is, a, is that the what episode is that? Is that is that like the that that sounds like a, I think it's a it's a Next Generation. Um, it was in 1989, so what would that have been? I don't know. That would have been earlier. I, I that that rings a bell, almost like it's episode one. But I, th- I think that's. It, it might have been. It, it might have. It, it was probably one of those ones where it really deals with how data was created and stuff. Or, okay. 
or something like that. But yeah, I, I thought that was another kind of. I'm not going to cool jump on my computer. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's it's, it was there's a lot of trivia stuff out of those um, that I thought was kind of interesting. They they played a uh, Voyager theme when uh, Seven and Nine was beamed across. Oh, nice. Um, in the background, there was just there's a couple other. That's that's one of the cool things I like about IMDb is they have all these like uh, they have the trivia and quotes and stuff like that. And I just like to read those just to see. I catch ones every once in a while. I caught the I caught the eleven, right? But I didn't catch I didn't the ninety nine. Ca- I didn't catch either of those. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, oh, and then when I read that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, just kind of interesting. Like there was like the, like I said, there's a lot of uh, stuff. Yeah, although in that same conversation with the, the eleven and the ninety nine, what is Rios finally determines seven the X Borg. Fenris Ranger from the Delta Quadrant. The way they build that conversation, right. I, I thought it was kind of fun. Which uh, I don't, I, I don't remember them ever talking about these Rangers, Fenris Rangers. They, they other than uh, other than this series. This series, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, so I kind of wish they would talk a little bit more about that or find out more about. I mean, it's like it sounds like some cool stuff, and and talking to Seven and Nine, and when she's talking about it, it sounds like they're kind of like. Well, a like lot peacekeepers of, almost, or but, but they're in their uncharted territory with this series. This isn't, you know, they, they do a lot of the the other series, Discovery, True. where it's it's backstory. It's 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 uh, well, this is also in the future of anything that's ever been out, right? Nothing else. That's what I mean. They're they're in uncharted. They can they they have to kind of develop the history that's that's happening yeah. as they progress, and so it's fair that which, they're introducing these new things, which almost to me would have been a kind of a cool idea if they would have done that. So let, let's get into like, okay, what would you have done different with this, right? If you if you had to take these first five episodes and, and change something major, what would you have done different? Well, I'm still a little bugged by by Picard and his, his motivation with when he was talking to Rafi earlier on and, and being so uh, patronizing to her. It just didn't strike me as who he was. And I'm, I don't, I don't buy that he She's just same Picard. Yeah, I don't buy that he just abandoned everything because he, because he couldn't get, you know, he couldn't do everything. Right. So he he said, fine, I'm Did going nothing. to my chateau, and and I I, so I I I want to reserve a little bit bit of judgment that maybe they might address some of this stuff as True. to what that's about because they have been doing a lot of flashbacks, um, but the. I I was so interested in this series because I'm such a Picard fan and right. and I and I understand the you know people people when they lived you know he lived such a on Starfleet he was such an uh he did things that you would admire and and yet one thing one change that you can happen that can happen can really change who you are and so I I buy it um it just seems and, and such, but because of the person he is, like I mean, of all the stuff that he went through, like think about all the stuff that happened with Q in the Next Generation. Mm-hmm. He didn't let little setbacks, even major setbacks, right, change his person. And this seems opposite of this. That. Does this does? And so I hope that there's a little bit more uh, resolution to to that that difference in his character that we yeah. get a little bit of understanding of what went on. And, and I'm almost afraid that that is not, that, it, that that's not, not going to be the that. case. So, so that's what I think would be where I'd want to 
get a little bit better. You know, I'm hoping that they do that. And if yeah. they don't, then that would definitely be a, a criticism. Right. I, I like what you were saying about the violence. I, I, I think I think the violence and would keep it back with the family. Yeah, um, I, would, I would much rather this um, that this slide back into a family show um, because there's not there's not a I mean there's not a Star Trek series out right now that is like generations where you could like hey you sit down on the couch watch it with your kids you talk about stuff they there's 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 messages in it but they're not slapped in your face there's they bring up stuff that you can talk about i'm curious what the conversation was why they chose this because it does seem like a a, a choice they said we're going to make this a little bit more adult so what they were grappling with i think what they're doing they're chasing money right now or well think about it so well, money means they get to make more. They get to produce more. Right, right. So, so it doesn't always mean that they're after a buck. They want to keep doing this. Well, that's what I mean. They're they're so in in. They want keep, to tell a story for for. Well, I I think more the studio decided that they want this to be a little edgier because uh, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones had such a a huge following and it was on the HBO and it was edgy and it had nudity and stuff like that. So it was it was edgy. And then there's a lot of these other shows that are Netflix that are edgy and, and these these they PG- hook you with a little bit of that too, right? Well, I think that's what they were trying to do. Is they're like, oh look, we can be edgy too. We're, we're TV edgy, mm-hmm. <sighs> but I think this is the wrong show to do it with. Mm-hmm. Well, I- we got the Orville, and that's certainly uh, you know it's got the adult humor, but it's family right. family it- friendly as far as uh, <coughs> and see, and I I think I think they made a mistake because. I think they said, "Look, people are tired of Star Trek uh, the way it was. Let's 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 switch it up." And the problem is, is, people aren't tired of it. People just it it's not there anymore. Like if Next Generation got rebooted and came back out, I'd be happier and fucking 